Boom, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is, of course, your boy, Nolan Hawkeye Anthony here. And I hope you guys are having a fantastic week, wherever you may be. And of course, however you may be listening. We are on the Nolan Hawkeye Anthony YouTube channel, and we will be discussing the most recent events uh, that transpired today. It is May 25th, uh, and we received news starting early, pretty pretty early in the morning, uh, that uh, 2022 commit, now not commit, uh, defensive back out of Michigan, Orlando Trader, was going to be decommitting from the Iowa Hawkeyes. The other piece of news, of course, is uh, I think Charlie Jones might be a two-time Big Ten returner of the year, Um, but I may be confusing that with Amir Smith-Marset, who won that. Nonetheless, Charlie Jones is a, at the very least, a one-time Big Ten returner of the year and pretty strong... um, member of the Iowa wide receiver group. And of course, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff on, on Facebook, uh, a lot of stuff on the message boards. I don't really go on message boards that much anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, just a, a lot of thoughts and, you know, I was hit with a bunch of questions, what I thought about this. And I'm also going to be giving uh, a quick take on NIL and, and my personal feelings on it and what I more specifically, what I think about it in relation to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Now, before we get into any of that, I want to quickly say that, uh, I did recently, um, receive some, you know, advice and, you know, comments from one of the fans of the show, very much appreciated Uh, And, you know, I just want to share that my general thinking is that I want to wait till we this channel hits a thousand subs before we really start to upgrade things such as um, editing the videos, cutting up the videos, um, you know, decorating the background, uh, maybe investing in a green screen you know, things like that. I am definitely going to be going live uh, more, you know, streaming live, uh, especially when the football season starts, because there was nothing more fun than doing that uh, and communicating with you, the fans. Um, But generally, my thinking is that if I cannot reach a thousand subs on my own with the setup that I have now, then it wouldn't make much of a difference having all of this other stuff that would cost money financially. And personally, I would rather hit a thousand subs uh, and start making ad revenue before, you know, investing in the show uh, in a tangible way. So I just wanted to keep you guys updated on that. I am fully aware of what is out there uh, and what this channel can be, what I can make this channel become. Uh, And I am so grateful for all of the support, all the love, 
all the uh, advice. I, I really, really am. You will be hard pressed to find someone who appreciates the customer, the fan more than I do. Um, so, you know, I just, in general, I had that response and I thought that if one person had some of those ideas, uh, perhaps some other people did too. So I just wanted to address it uh, in the video. So with that being said, please hit that subscribe button. Help your boy get to a thousand subs. I'll be putting the uh, cash app um, where you can donate to the channel uh, in the description. Uh, and of course, subscribing makes you feel good. And without further ado, Let's get in to this. So guys, there's definitely a lot to hit here. And, and I, I don't think that both of the pieces of news that we heard today um, are deserve the exact same response uh, or anything like that. There are some overlapping ideas that I have here, but in general, I do think that they are two separate things. Okay. So Orlando Trader, uh, he signed with Iowa. He was a late commit uh, to the Iowa Hawkeye recruiting class. He was kind of a late bloomer that Iowa found uh, and, you know, went with him. It is also important to note that Iowa signed Xavier Wampa. They signed uh, uh, Cohen Entringer. Uh, they designed Deshaun Lee, who is a very, very late signee out of the state of Michigan, who I believe committed after Orlando Trader. Uh, and they signed TJ Hall. Two of the players are already on campus, Xavier Wanpa and TJ Hall. So that's four DB commits outside of Orlando Trader. You have TJ Hall, Xavier Wanpa, Deshaun Lee. Uh, and Cohen Entringer. Now, all of them have different skills and all of them are maybe more suited towards other ro roles than others, okay? For example, Xavier Wan Wanpa can pretty much probably play every position, but he's more tailored towards safety and cash. Cohen Entringer can play safety and cash, but he definitely has the athleticism to play corner. We will see. TJ Hall is more of a corner. Deshaun Lee is more of a corner. So they brought different skill sets. Orlando Trader, when I did my video on him, which unfortunately I'm going to have to probably delete, I hate to say it, um, this is the first time that I've ran into this situation. Um, I'm not sure it would be ethical to keep a video up about a guy who committed to the Iowa Hawkeyes, but is no longer with the I, no longer committed to the Iowa Hawkeyes. So I really do think I'm probably going to have to delete it. Uh, and I knew that this was going to happen sooner rather than later. That's just kind of what happens when you make these instant reaction videos, and you know recruiting takes hold. So I say all that to say that the cupboard was full, and Iowa kind of. I wouldn't say lucked into, but they definitely benefited from a stellar defense, a great season, and Phil Parker just being phenomenal. It's also important to note that Riley Moss, who most thought was going to leave, decided to come back. 
for another year. And that is important to note because, well, the COVID year, which granted an extra year of eligibility to a lot of current players all across the country, but more specifically for Hawkeye players, has backed up the scholarship distribution and the class specification of each athlete. In other words, there's a lot of athletes that should technically be juniors or seniors or even graduated, but they're still on the roster holding down a scholarship spot because of the COVID year that granted an extra year of eligibility. So it is backed up everything. Meanwhile, recruiting continued to move forward, full steam ahead. You know, Iowa had a smaller class, but they still signed 18 guys. So recruiting moved forward as if nothing really changed. It was slightly smaller, but it wasn't like Iowa only took 10 guys. And COVID backed up the scholarship distribution. It's also, I already said this, it is also important to note that Xavier Wanpa and TJ Hall are already on campus. So let's, let's summarize this. You have, uh, you have uh, two freshman DBs already on campus before Orlando Trader got there. You have the extra year of eligibility, which is pushed back all the, the, the whole scholarship distribution, which means that it's going to take longer for guys to see the field because guys are staying longer at Iowa than they, and other schools than they usually would. And in general, Iowa had a huge DB class. Okay. All of those things are very important to note. The other thing that I want to note is the fact that recruiting in the current day and age is it's, it's just totally bananas. And you know, these recruits are being told so many different things by so many different people, and it's hard to really keep things straight. Uh, and it doesn't really surprise me that this happened. You know, Orlando Trader was a high three-star player. Here is his uh, profile here, his recruiting profile. So this is not like a small loss. This is, you know, I, I don't love this. And I do logically realize that Iowa has a lot of other DBs committed who are also very talented, but I also would have liked to keep this kid. Okay. And as I said, all the other things make logical sense. They do. Now, the last thing I want to note is just because this guy decommitted doesn't mean that Iowa may not land his commitment here in the future. Okay. They might. But generally speaking, I believe that if a guy is going to decommit from your school, you probably don't want him committed to your school at all. Because if he is going to decommit, then he's not really solid on his commitment to you. And he really doesn't feel good about you as a school and what you can do for him in the first place. I am shocked by this news, especially after the crazy... Micah Hyde clip where he said Iowa was a cheat code to getting to the NFL. 
So from that standpoint, I'm surprised. But from the standpoint of Iowa bringing in a loaded DB class, I'm not surprised. So I'm surprised and I'm not surprised. So that's the background of this, okay? This happens, players decommit. I don't know where Orlando Trader is. I don't know how he's going to find a a school that's better than Iowa at this point. Uh, I mean, the only school that was comparable to Iowa would be Nebraska that had already offered him. But all the classes are already full. So I think it's possible that this kid may have to go Juco. I think it's possible that perhaps he was having some academic problems uh, behind the scenes and Iowa was trying to work through them with him and he decided to decommit after being frustrated with it. We've seen that happen in the past. So I guarantee there's a lot of information that we aren't seeing here. But generally speaking, I'm okay with this because ultimately... Iowa knows more about the situation than we do. I think that there's probably a a legit reason that he decided to decommit. And I think Iowa understands that and is okay with it. Do they hate losing a talent? Sure. But ultimately, if it's something like, and I'm not saying that this is it. I'm saying that it's possibly the case. Ultimately, if it is possibly the case that the kid doesn't have the academic requirements, then it is what it is. We've seen this play out in the past with Iowa uh, commitments. We've seen it happen. Now, the next thing, and I probably should have led with this, is Charlie Jones leaving or, well, deciding to hit the transfer portal. And it's important to note right off the bat that he, just because he put his name in the transfer portal does not mean that he cannot come back to Iowa. He can choose to take his name out of the transfer portal and come back to Iowa. But I've always said this to you guys, to, to you fellow Iowa fans. As a former Division I athlete myself, and as an Iowa fan, I am always a bigger supporter of Iowa, the team, rather than the players. Because the truth of the matter is, and some people won't like this, because they fall in love with the players. And I understand that, okay? You have the fans who love the school and you have the fans who fall in love with the players, okay? I love the school. I love the University of Iowa above all else. And what you end up having, so going back, I, got, I lost my train of thought there a little bit. As a former Division I athlete and as an Iowa fan, I can tell you that players will you know, uh, speak about how they bleed black and gold and they, you know, they bleed this color and that color and they love the fans and they love you know, this and that and this and that. They love the school, all this and that. But the truth of the matter is they like the school, they like the fans, But if a better opportunity presents itself, they will always seize that opportunity. Even so much as to go to a school in the same division as you, as Tyrone Tracy did going to Purdue. 
And it kind of makes all of this just seem pointless and fake because it's like, ultimately, if a guy is willing to suit up for, and, and maybe I'm old school here. I know I'm, I'm still a young guy, but, but you know, my mindset perhaps might be old school. But if a guy is willing to lace it up in a certain jersey, but simultaneously go to a school in the same division, a school that you competed against, then that just, that shows where we're at. And, and that is why I am a fan of the school rather than the players, because players come and go. Players will always leave for a better situation. Yes, they like the fans. They like the school. They like this. And yes, some guys really do love the school and love the fans and all that. But most guys just like it. They don't love it. And they will leave. They will drop on a dime to go to the next best situation. Now, I don't begrudge Charlie Jones here. Um, I, I do think that I, you know, if it was me, I would look at Iowa as a place that gave me a chance on the Big Ten stage and developed me. Now, of course, a lot of that was myself too, but I would be so grateful and I would try and make it work at the school I was at with my brothers, my teammates. But that's just me. And that is why, and I've already said this twice, I am a fan of the team rather than the players. Now, what does this mean for Iowa? Well, in my opinion, this hurts the most in two ways. Iowa loses a deep threat in the wide receiver game or in the passing game, excuse me, and they use lose a guy who is a threat on special teams every time he touches the ball. And yes, and the special teams aspect is probably the way that Iowa will miss him the most because Iowa won a lot of games and stayed in a lot of games because of their ability to be uh, dangerous on special teams. Now, can they find a, a guy who can also be dangerous? Sure. And as far as the deep threat goes, I think Iowa has a lot of talented wide receivers. They have been recruiting the position very well. And I think they have some good athletes on their roster. And generally speaking, we all know that Iowa is a run first team. So having a deep threat is like, eh, because ultimately if you're a run first team, it is what it is. It's nice to have that, but if you don't have it, it is what it is because you're a run first team. So Iowa will miss him the most in the return game. I think that this immediately, uh, you know, opens up some playing time for guys like Deontay Vines um, and some other slot type receivers with some speed. But generally speaking, guys, we knew, I know I keep saying generally speaking, we knew that the top two guys were going to be Keegan Johnson and Arlen Bruce. Those were going to be the top two guys. And Iowa has some young, talented guys coming up through the ranks as well. Brody Brecht, 
They have a, a very fast uh, incoming uh, freshman in Jacob Bostic, who is six foot three. They got some talent in the wide receiver room. But I will say on the recruiting trail, it now becomes imperative that Iowa signs at least two wide receivers. At least two. Last but not least, NIL. I am, I generally am a capitalist. Uh, I believe, and I, I am so happy when people make as much money as possible. I don't begrudge anyone for making as much money as they can. I love that. I love that. I think that's what makes America amazing. But if I just look at college football in a vacuum, and if I just look at Iowa in a vacuum, it has, NIL has, is going to totally wipe any aspect of amateurism off the table. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think the next step that this goes is a creation of a league where guys can go straight out of high school and make money, but don't have to go to college. And I think eventually college football is going to not be necessary because people, there's going to be a league that's created where, uh, you know, kind of like the NBA G league or overseas, things like that. It's still very early in the process. But all the things that made college sports amazing are starting to, to go by the wayside. Um, you know, learning, growth, development, um, all of those amazing things are going by the wayside. Uh, I do love, it's hard for me because simultaneously, I do love that these guys are making money and get to make money off of their talent and their skill. But look, you know, looking at college football as a whole, I, I don't, I don't think college football is going to last past the next 20 years, maybe even 10, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm still kind of in the middle on NIL uh, and haven't developed a full blown opinion on that yet. I like it. And I don't, there's aspects of it, of it that I like, and there's aspects of it that I don't like. And such is the nature of life. Uh, I will probably do a more in-depth response on NIL sometime in the future. Um, as this video was mainly to discuss Charlie Jones and Orlando Trader. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to hit that subscribe button because, well, subscribing makes you feel good. At the very least, like, comment, share. You know the drill. I will see you guys next time. Remember, folks, DBAP, don't be a pussy willow and facts or feelings because your feelings just don't matter. See you guys next time. Go Hawks. Bye-bye.